we wanted to take a little bit of time to just talk about um, what we've been up to this summer and then where we're headed into the fall. So I'm just going to kind of uh, do a little recap. So we ended the summer with our, well, sorry, we started the summer with our core team and we had um, some areas that we kind of put in front of the team that we are working towards as a church. So I wanted to kind of recap those areas to let you know what we've been doing, where the focus has been before we kind of start about where we're going next. And I apologize, we had slides ready to go, but it doesn't look like they got transferred over today. So just bear with me. Um, so the first area that we said we were working towards as a church, like as a long-term goal, was just a sense of stability. Kind of coming out of the all-hands-on-deck launch phase, but, but really heading into to a more stable place. And so that has financial implications. It had staffing implications. It also has to do with kind of our service structure, which we're going to talk more about. But one update I wanted to give you for this section of stability is that we really wanted to hire a kid's pastor. We really felt like the kids experience, the family experience, working towards opening all of our rooms. So from infant, you know, all the way to fifth grade, um, we just felt like that's really important for us and our, for our stability as a church. And so we were able to hire a kids pastor over the summer, Sarah Winter. She's our part-time kids pastor. Yes. And so we're just excited that we took another step towards stability in that way. The second area we said we were going to work towards was community and connection recognizing that we love what's happening here on Sunday mornings. We love to experience this together, but this is only a piece of what we are and who we are as a church. And we just also recognize that people coming through our doors, they just want to connect. We all want to feel like we're a part of something, belonging and connection. That's really important. A really an important part of our church, but also our journey as, as followers of Jesus. So we took some next steps in community and connection. We, um, as a core group, divided up into small groups and took the summer to really lean in and do relationship with each other and get to know people beyond maybe our like immediate group that we're always with. And we felt like this was so important because really, how do you go somewhere together without knowing the people that you're with? How do you take next steps and doing something new without having an established relationship? And we just want to really raise the value of relationship and community that doing life together, opening up our table to people, sharing our stories with people, um, people who are different from us, who have a different background than us, is essential to who we are as a church and essential to moving forward as a church. And so that was a really huge deal for us. Who, who got together in a core group, in a small, a small group through our core? I love it. It was great, wasn't it? Just to have a chance to share a meal together, be around the table, share stories. And that's just something that we really value. So we did that this summer. We also had summer table weekends. Our table weekends were just a great opportunity to, again, set the table, give people an opportunity to um, have conversation, to meet people who are maybe outside of their normal social context, have a shared meal, just to, to practice that value of long tables and low walls. And so we were able to do that once a month this summer. We also have a couple of amazing men here at Forest City Church, and they are just really, they have a heart for uh, men connecting with other men. And so they are starting this fall kind of this men's group called FRAT, and that's something that happens here on Thursday nights, again, just looking to increase community and connection among men. We also, we love our Judson community. We got any Judson peeps here? They all went home. That's all right. That's all right. That's all good. But we love our Judson community. Yeah. 
And, um, and so we're look, we have a, another couple who's a part of our church who just said, hey, we, we just bought a house here in Elgin. We're over kind of in the Judson area. We would love to open up our home and just intentionally engage with Judson students. And so we're looking at how to just create that bridge. And that's really what we're about really as a church in these early stages is where do we have momentum around connection and community? Who has a heart for these things? And how do we kind of put that together to begin to create bridges for people outside of this Sunday morning experience? So the third area, we, we got stability, community and connection, and the third area was spiritual formation, next steps. That's an area that we're really working towards. We held our first baptism service over the summer, and if you were here, yes, it was so special. I still have conversations about baptism, about just how that community feel, about celebrating lives changed by Jesus, remembering this is what it is to be the church. This is what we're about. So we held that service. Um, we are doing our prayer series and devotional this fall, and we're launching our Following Jesus course that Leonard's been working hard on. So these are next steps in the area of spiritual formation. Next, uh, the next big area is local outreach and community partnerships. So as a church, we have partnered with an organization called One Collective, who works here in Elgin and works with churches, nonprofits, even sometimes for-profit organizations to put these organizations together to come alongside um, relevant needs in the city and relevant areas of, of growth and strength. So what we did was we engaged in a cohort that helped us learn more about what it means to love on people, to serve people in our city, how we kind of deal with our own stuff that comes along with helping and serving, how we help and not hurt. We learned a lot about the history in the city of Elgin. We did a whole walking tour around Elgin about um, how it started and, and just the different markers of the city. And we talked a little bit more about the Elgin needs assessment that we participated in and helped host a needs assessment that talks to people who live here our neighbors here in Elgin and gave an opportunity for us to hear from them what's working, what's not working, what, what areas of strength there are, what, what wirings people have to contribute to work that's being done in the city and how we can come alongside um, Elgin. So we did that over the summer. We're coming back together in September to develop a more strategic plan for our, our church. Where are the needs in Elgin? Who are we as a church? How do we put those things together and, and come along this city in, in, a, in a way that's development over long-term and over relationship? So we're really excited about that. We'll be launching our strategic plan this fall and our local partnerships so that we can have ongoing relational opportunities with places in the city that we can walk alongside as a church. So, the, so, so far we've done, let's see, stability, community and connection, spiritual formation, local outreach, community partnerships. And then another area was to identify practices and values. So as we've been sort of uh, entering into this new season, oh, there's some slides. Look at that, guys. There it is. See? I love it. All right. So we are launching our seventh floor series in October, and this is just going to be an opportunity for us to really come around and stack hands on common language and common values of Four City Church as a whole, so the Rockford campus and the Elgin campus. And it's really going to put um, just put some foundation to who we are and what we're about and why. Um, some things that you'll see happen around this campus is we're going to be launching a connect point and discover pathways. 
So we're working on making it more accessible and more clear for people who are new to kind of move through the life of our church. So to make sure if they're new, they have a chance to, to have a connection. To, um, if they want to understand more about who we are, they can attend Discover. And we will have these opportunities that will kind of stack on each other that will just make it more accessible if you're new and to find out who we are and how to get involved and how to connect. Um, the seventh floor series will give us a framework for our culture and our values, our ministries, and connection. And we also have an all-church vision weekend scheduled in November, our weekend of hope. That's, again, just going to give some context to who we are, what we're about, what we hope to do as Four City Church. So more is coming this fall. And the last area that we're really working towards is clarity and roles. Again, it has been like a launch, right? Like it has been all hands on deck, cover what needs to be covered. We're just going to make this thing happen. And as we kind of move from this movement of a launch into more of a some uh, organization, uh, we just are going to be better doing some of that internal work of clarifying, man, who are we as an organization? What are our roles as a staff? What, what can we expect from each other? Who is owning what? We're also going to be doing that for our core team. So we had a group of people that we said, hey, if you want to be, a, we just recognize that like as a staff, we can't do this alone. That we need people with us to embody these values, to be, to be empowered with us. And so we're going to look at now that we're out of that launch phase, man, how do we just define the core team? How do we define campus alignment between the Elgin campus and the Rockford campus? And we're going to work to bring more organization, clarity, and structure to those areas so that it just be a better shared understanding between all of us now that we're kind of outside of the first year launch and moving towards more stability. So, man, I just celebrate all that we have done, all that we continue to do, and we just want you to know these are the areas that we're working in. This is kind of where you can expect movement in these certain areas, and this is what we're really stacking hands on as a team to, to move forward because we believe this will just bring greater health, greater clarity, and just greater vision and empowerment um, for who Four City is and what we get to do together in Elgin. That's my bit, guys. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Hey, real quick, can we give it up for Bria? I mean, uh, uh, she hates this, uh, but again, it's we're coming up on a year, and her and her family, Romy and Steven, they moved out here. Um, they didn't really know anybody. They didn't have family here. Um, many of you have just welcomed them into your homes, um, but it's been super fun to watch how she is led, um, how you all have attached to her, and um, she's just really good people and just grateful for her. So thank you, thank you, thank you. <clears throat> um, hey, this my part will be really, really quick. Um, I, I want to just say a couple things. One is um, I'm really excited if we're able to pull off these two services. The only way we can pull off two services is if you actually will help us. Um, we have an amazing, amazing team of volunteers. And we, we could not get to where we could go um, in this first year without those volunteers. And um, whether you've seen them with the parking, you've seen them you know, greeting, you've seen them downstairs, you've seen them with kids. For us to do two services, uh, we're going to need 50 new volunteers. Um, and that's, that's going to open the opportunity for us to, to reach more kids, uh, to reach more people. Um, and so that's what we're asking. Here's, here's the truth, though. We're not going to burn you out. 
Like, there was, there was one guy, even when I was saying it today to our volunteers, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll serve at both. And I love, yeah, I loved your heart. I love your heart. I loved your heart. And, and, and Stephen Tim, like, he just was like, hey, I love that, but, but I, want, I want you to not have to feel like you guys are the ones that have to own everything. Um, what we really want is for all of us to play, um, all of us to go deep with Jesus, and all of us to, to, to be these non-anxious presents that gives the best away. Because uh, we've all been in volunteer situations where we feel stressed or overwhelmed or tired. Um, we want this to be um, a lot more fun. So that's one of the things that we're going to ask. Um, we're, we're not trying to bribe you with food because we didn't buy it. But we do have food. Um, and downstairs, we are going to have an opportunity to connect with some of our volunteers, some of our staff who would love. If you have questions, uh, if you want to serve in kids, uh, I will tell you this about kids. Um, I don't, um, let me make sure I say this correctly. Um, everybody wants to like serve with toddlers. Um, it's like puppies. Um, we want, we want to serve with puppies, but like we need some help with, uh, the elementary kids. Um, and so, um, there's, there's opportunities there. There's also a chance that we want to start like a nursery and, and for babies and, and that will be amazing. And so, but that all, that all is dependent on good volunteers. We do background checks. We do that really, really well. Um, and so that's really, really important to us. The weekend crew, um, that's just the crew that helps with set up, tear down, uh, greeting. Um, and then Andy's looking, uh, for 10 more for the worship team and just, you saw what she had to have to work with if you all don't sign up, all right? You don't want me singing, okay? And no pressure, no pressure, as Andy says from up there. But also that um, is with our tech team. And I, I mean, I, I, I got to give it up to my friends way in the back. Um, they have done amazing, amazing. Uh, Rex and Kim, um, just, uh, just there's so many. Michael Novarini, he's usually here, but he's running his first marathon, which is so inspiring. So right now he's probably either done or hit the wall. So be thinking of him. Um, but yeah, that's what we're looking for. And, and hear, hear me say this. Um, some of you I know. And some of you I know you came back to church um, because you saw a post that I made on social media. And, and I don't take that lightly. Some of you... You don't know who the heck I am. And that's actually really good for you. And you're not here because of me. You're here because you actually believe in this church. And that's unbelievable. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But here's the truth. I will let you down. I will let you down. I'm, I'm decent for 35 minutes there. I'm decent for five minutes talking sports. I'm decent for like 15 minutes in a conference. Like, please. I, I, I want you to be a part of this thing. And I want you to help us build it. I, I need your help. Um, and, I, and I truly believe this. My friend who um, has been going to AA for 31 years, has been sober for 31 years, and he still goes four times a week. And I ask him, why do you go? And he says the same thing every time. Because I don't know if some 21-year-old kid's going to show up. I don't know if some 32-year-old mom's going to show up. I don't know if some 47-year-old's going to show up. I don't know if some 63-year-old's going to show up. But I do know this. If we make it, then I make it. And I tell you that. If we make it, I make it. And, and I'm asking you. Not just we ask. I'm asking if you could help us with the 50 volunteers. And if that's something that you'd be able just to commit to for six months. And hopefully God will provide more people. 
more people will be sharing. They'll see your faces. And I know some people might come and ask you random questions. Welcome to my social media life. But all you have to do is just be that, that posture, that face that attunes, attaches, and attempts to bring a little bit of the goodness of heaven here on the weekends, and it will be amazing, amazing, amazing. So that's my ask. Uh, Leonard, who also, dude, you are just amazing. You are amazing. I, I, feel, I feel so blessed having Bria and Leonard, um, but Leonard's just, his smile, his joy, I mean, just seriously, uh, Bria's care, her leadership, Leonard's joy, his depth, I mean, we have a really, really great team. And also beside, we also have Trev. Trev, do you mind standing up? Um, he's got the best jawline in Chicagoland, uh, but uh, Trev, Trev is actually the campus pastor at Rockford, and he came down because he just wanted to cheer us on. Eric Parks, our lead pastor, is on his 25th anniversary. He's in the air right now flying back uh, after taking his bride to Paris, smart man. So, uh, but anyways, uh, Leonard's going to come up, share a couple more details, then we get to eat. Then we get to eat. Thanks, brother. So I just, I mean, I, I'm not going to say anything new. Maybe I'll add some color to what they've said. Uh, Bria mentioned this, this series, um, it's the seventh floor series. So just, just a little bit more context. I know that a lot of folks have been asking questions about, about who we are um, and wanting to know that. And we've been hard at work behind the scenes, figuring out, figuring those things out, getting it on paper, uh, figuring out a, a framework and, and things that will describe our church and more of who we are. And so um, this series in October is really, really, really important. If you if you want clarity about Full City Church, if you want clarity about who we are and the heartbeat of our church, um, this series, um, we're doing our best to, to give you that. And I know it's called Seventh Floor, and you don't know what that is, and, and, uh, and so we'll, we'll uh, unpack that as well. And so, so it's just a really important, um, man, four series of talks that we hope that you're here for. Um, and so out of that, as far as what we're asking of you, it's, it's three things. It's, it's embody. Um, it's serve and it's give. I think that's the order. Uh, but embody is this. That's why I mentioned the service. And so um, when you hear this service, with the, the sermon series in October, um, there's an option oh, for you to just be here and to listen to it. Um, but, man, what we're really asking is we really want you to embody it, right? Um, because the reality is as staff, uh, as people that work for this church, we can't do it alone. Someone walks through the door to this church. You know who they're going to experience? They're going to experience you. I mean, they're going to hear us, but they're going to experience you. And we really want you to, could you put the body up, babe? Um, they're, they're, keep clicking. Sorry. There we go. Um, but, but, but they're going to experience you. So we just don't want you to, to, to listen to it and go one ear and not the other. No, we really want you to consider what does it look like for me to embody, um, man, who we are, as a church, and so that's really important. So that's the first thing. Uh, second one is is serve or give. Give is important, uh, really, because uh, you you support the work, um, and and your financial gifts make make it possible. Uh, I won't I won't go along there. And then and serve. Uh, so that's been mentioned again. Steve just talked about volunteers, um, but here's the reality. Uh, we've said that we can't do it without you, and I know like you may have heard that phrase before, but it, it's a reality. So for example. Let me just get some context, right? So the reality is what we're facing with our current volunteer teams is, uh, so we say we start two services. The reality is uh, what we may have to say is that, hey, the elevator shut down because we don't have nobody to demand it. So we have an overflow in the, in the fellowship hall, and, and we don't want to do that. The reality is what we might have to say is, like, hey, um, th there's no parking team on this week because we don't want to burn our folks out. And so 
uh, man, the folks that, the folks that uh, have challenges with, with mobility and things like that and, and the ability to be able to park in this space and having that be organized, I mean, I just want, that won't be a reality. People seeing our signs down at the, at the, uh, at the parking garage, I mean, there'd be some Sundays when that wouldn't be a thing. And so I just want to give context, like when we say we really can't do it without you, uh, that, that's, that's a reality, and, that, and that's real. Uh, and so let me just say this with those three things, embody, give, and serve. I would just say that there is a lot of people in here that have been doing that, right? And, and I just say thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, I won't, don't hear me wrong. I'm not saying that people aren't, aren't doing that, but a lot of you guys have been doing it, right? So we have, we, we have our year anniversary coming up in November, and we wouldn't have gotten to this place without you. And so, and so what, I want you, what I don't want you to do, I don't want anyone to feel shame, especially the ones that are already making this happen, because I don't want you to feel like you're not doing enough. And so real quick, I'll say this, and, I, and I'll, I'll take my seat. Here's, here's what I ask you to do. Um, would you consider just being faithful to these things? Linda, what does that mean? Here's what being faithful means. And so given your limits, your limitations that you have in your life that God has revealed to you, can you do all you can to these things, given your limitations, right? So if you have greater capacity of time, man, ask the question, Lord, have I been faithful with my time? When it comes to your ability to give financially, if you have additional capacity, just ask the Lord, like, Lord, man, have, have I been faithful in this area? Have I done all that I can given my current um, limitations? When it comes to, when it comes to this, this embodying, right, if you have space and capacity to, to have that to, to transform and to seep into more aspects of your life, just ask yourself the question, man, have I been faithful? And if you ask yourself if you've been faithful and you can say yes to that, then I want, I want you to be free. I want you to hear our appeal to volunteer and do these things and be like, good, I'm good because I know that I'm being faithful. But then if you honestly take an assessment and ask yourself the question, man, have I been faithful? Am I doing all that I can? And hopefully you doing all you can in these three ways. It won't just be about this church. It'll really impact your relationship with Jesus, which will really impact you experiencing the abundant life that he has for you out of John 10, 10. Um, that's the question. So no shame. Just ask yourself the question, have I been faithful? All right, so, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go downstairs. I'm going to pray for the food so you can line up, get your food. And then there's going to be some folks at tables um, that you can, you can sign up to serve and learn more about the different areas. There will be a table for kids. There will be a table um, for uh, the weekend serve crews. And then there will be a table for worship and production. And you can learn more information and sign up at, at that point. And then uh, if you do have more questions, though, uh, we're going to come back up here and engage in the Q&A. We just wanted this time to be quick, so we're not avoiding you. Uh, if you have more questions, come back up, and we would love to answer your questions. We'll be here as long as you need. Yes, Steve. 338. Oh, wow. That's awesome. First place. I tried to run a marathon. I didn't make it at all. Uh, I saw that six-sire pacer runner pass me, and I was like, I'm out, babe. Come get me. Another story for another day. All right. Okay, so let me pray for us. We'll go downstairs. Please, please, me and our friends, please, please, would you consider serving? And then if you want to stick around some more, we, we love to chat if you have more questions, okay? Let's pray. Lord, we just are grateful for this day. I'm just, listen, Lord, I'm just so grateful for all these folks here in this room, all the people that, that because of them, Lord, we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have been around for a year. And so we just thank you for them. And don't take them for granted. 
Um, and Lord, we just, again, pray for this church. We pray for the impact that we seek to have in the community. We just pray for the impact we seek to have in people's lives as we, as we do all we can to help them encounter your son, Jesus Christ. Um, we thank you for this food. We thank you for Takaria Maya and their generosity in providing this food for us. So would you bless it to our bodies and may it give us nourishment and strength. We pray all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen.